welcome to the world's first Straight Talk SolarCast. This is your go-to podcast for answers about solar. Brought to you by Solar Harmonics in Northern California, who invite their customers to own their energy by purchasing a solar panel system for their home, business, or farm. Each episode, we discuss questions facing people making the decision to go solar. The solutions to your questions are given to you straight by one of the leading experts in the solar industry, Jamie Duran, president of Solar Harmonics. Feel free to search our library for answers to questions that you're facing when considering solar. And now, here's Adam Duran, our host with the questions, and Jamie Duran, our solar expert with Straight Talk SolarCast. Hello, 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 Jamie. Hello, Adam. Hello. Great. Good connection today. Awesome. <laughs> Aloha. All right. Oh, wow. Uh-oh. Are you leaving us or are you uh, coming back? <laughs> also a uh, welcome. So just came back from Maui and uh, man, solar, super solar heaven over there. Really? While you were surfing, you were looking out on the, on the coastline going, wow. Well, you know, it, it is crazy. I mean, it is really it, it was unusual to see a house without solar, uh, but what we really noticed was all the commercial solar there. So it was it was actually common. I'd say at least fifty percent of the commercial buildings out there have solar as well. Really? Oh wow! Mm-hmm. I guess that's in stark contrast to California or where we are. Uh, con- con- contrast to everywhere, and except I mean, Hawaii was the first one that I've seen where it is, it's pretty prevalent. And uh, I, I'd say there's probably one good reason <laughs> for it mm. to be so successful over there. Uh, let, wait, 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 don't say it yet. Um, I'm gonna go with everyone in Hawaii is environmentally conscious because of all the bad weather. Uh, strike one. Oh, okay, let me do another one. Um, people in Hawaii love the earth and uh hate wind so that no love the sun and hate wind they did have some wind turbines uh but uh uh, but not very many i saw tons and tons of solar and only you know probably i'm sure 12 12 large wind turbines but it's very windy there too did pg&e extend out to hawaii that's my last (laughs) guess (laughs) no uh they have hawaii electric and Hawaii Electric, actually, they, they bring in containers of diesel fuel and essentially run a diesel generator for the power on the island for everyone. What? <laughs> so, so it is what? extremely crazy. It wow. is. Uh, it's, uh, it's really expensive for electricity, which in turn makes everything more expensive. So, you know, oh boy. It, you know, let's just say that it's a Costco over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Costco, if they had to pay three or four times the amount of money they were paying for electricity anywhere else in the state or in the country anyway, mm-hmm. they would have to have higher prices. But you go to the Costco there and it's pretty much the same prices as it is over here. That's, and that's shocking because you it is in California, we are always told, yeah, everything's more expensive there because of uh, oil prices. Your gas prices are so much more. Hmm. Well. Um, Yeah, I mean, but electricity is a big, big component. Mm. And so the electricity there is three or four times what it is in California for commercial. And so there's a huge financial incentive for businesses to go solar. Mm -hmm. And so it's it was just really prevalent. And 
uh, it would, you know, I heard an interview with Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he is in agreement that uh, if you want environmental and political goals, uh, all you have to do is shape them with fiscal policy. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. solar, uh, you charge more for electricity here uh, or wherever you want it. And then guess what? People will be driven to the less expensive alternative, just like we're seeing in California on the residential side. But on the commercial side, if we want to see big commercial adoption, it's painful for sure. And that transition time, I'm sure, with uh, with Hawaii and Maui and everything was was really painful. But uh, you know, the businesses that did go solar are seeing big, big benefit, and you know, they're more financially stable. They can you know offer their you know if it's a restaurant, I saw tons of restaurants with solar. Really? Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, impressive. I, it's great. Yeah. As, and it's, like I said, only about 50%. So there's still a huge amount of solar to go over there. Mm -hmm. And Hawaii is targeting 100% renewable. I think, I want to say within the next 10 years, they want to be 100% renewable. So. Wow. Okay. So, and I, I'm surprised that restaurants would be able to have solar just because most, most restaurants around here don't own the building. So true. What, do you have any insight as to why that might be? Uh, they probably, you know, the tenants probably went to the owners and said, we need solar. And, mm -hmm. you know, if we can't, if we can't reduce our electricity bills, you know, we just can't compete, you know, with the building down the street that has solar. And, you know, if it's two sushi places and one is, you know, 30% more uh, than the other one. And, you know, it's kind of the same, you know, fish and fish. <laughs> yeah. but one, one is way more expensive. You know, the other guy can't compete. And so... Uh, it, I, I imagine that's how it went. But uh, when I'm talking to business owners there, uh, it, it's, it was money, a financial incentive was the, the big reason. We stayed at a, a condo, a Airbnb, and uh, you know, I checked their, their roof. Their roof was 100% covered in solar panels. Mm. And I talked to the manager there. I said, hey, you know, uh, what's the story with your solar? And they said, oh, it's, it's such a no-brainer. <laughs> Why wouldn't you go solar? <laughs> and they absolutely love it, and the tenants love it, and the Airbnb people love it. And wait, wait, and, didn't he say, "Why wouldn't you go solar, bra?" Yeah, no, no, Prada. <laughs> okay, sorry. But uh, you know, most Airbnb people they own. You know, they don't live in Maui; they live out of out of the country or mm -hmm. out of the state, mm -hmm. and so they're renting these places. And uh, you know, if they can reduce their costs, then yeah, it makes it so them they can own one or more condos there and you know if people are energy conscious then it makes the whole process way more financially beneficial so it is a uh, it's kind of a no-brainer there oh, <laughs> yeah. it will be a no-brainer here did you so, see a, a lot of solar companies there or is there just like one giant one um I would say there's a fair amount, I'd not like California, where it's jam-packed. And it's just because the population there is, uh, you know, there's just not a huge amount of people that actually live there. So, um, but uh, yeah, there, there was, I certainly recognized a few. And uh, occasionally we have people, you know, our clients who are able, you know, they either move to Hawaii or they're interested in moving to Hawaii and they want to go solar over there. And so we're able to recommend a few companies over there too. Mm, cool. Uh, and no plans for you to be uh, expanding into Hawaii? Well, I wouldn't say that. It's, uh, it might be on the horizon. <laughs>
they must have a lot of uh, a lot of people who who are like I'm making it big on the mainland, but Hawaii is calling my name. So. There was we met quite a few people who actually live in Maui, but their business is in the mainland. Wow. And so, yeah, they're they live there full time, and uh, you know if there are telecommuters where they don't have to go into the office, but once or twice a year, <laughs> mm. they can. As long as they have a good internet connection, they they can uh, work over there. So mm. that that we ran into quite a few people who were doing that. Yeah, and solar on the roof. Definitely solar on the roof, and uh, you know a lot of people who lived in condos. So uh, you know they their job is in the mainland, and so it was uh, it was very interesting. Wow, that's cool. All right, I know I sound very relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> so I, uh, I guess you had a good time. Yeah, it was great. Uh, Maui's great. I recommend everyone to visit at least if uh, if they can, because uh, the Airbnb prices. Check it out. It was uh, like one hundred and fifty dollars a night for a place that was right on right on the water. And one hundred and fifty dollars a night ten years ago, you, there's no such thing. And mm. so uh, I'm going to give Solar and Airbnb a lot of credit for that because uh, you know technology and efficiency made it so these places can be affordable and there's there's it seems like there's thousands of airbnb listings in maui so mm. you can really take your pick and just right outside our place there's you know turtles right on the right in the water wow. <laughs> so big ones yeah and so it was pretty cool so go visit maui <laughs> i know when we do whenever we travel now we are uh, we're doing airbnbs and if it's a car if we're able to drive our car there then uh we always ask about the uh electric outlet if we can plug our car in and that's awesome definitely we did see a lot of electric cars over there as well mm. uh and so you know your first point about uh, uh hawaiians uh, concern about the environment i would say there's a huge push for that and uh you know a huge push on recycling and uh reduce and I wouldn't be surprised if they outlaw the uh, plastic single-use bottles very soon mm -hmm. um, because, you know, Hawaii really doesn't have much in the way of uh, landfill oh, <laughs> or yeah. waste of garbage. So um, it, that's a big issue over there as well. So anyway, there's uh, lots of good progress over there that uh, the rest of the country can take a look at. But commercial solar in, in Maui is uh, getting more and more popular. Mm, cool. All right. Excellent. Do you want to wrap it up there? Have any last points you want to go over? Yeah. Um, one more thing is, uh, you know, recently in a previous podcast, we talked about Bitcoin mining and uh, I wanted to update everyone that I got my Bitcoin miner. Uh, well, it's mining Ethereum, a different kind of cryptocurrency, but it's been mining, I think, for about two weeks now. And I've earned uh, $35 in Ethereum. Woo! And so it's essentially free solar power that's power, powering the miner. And uh, it took a while to get set up, uh, but uh, I'm now a, <laughs> pretty much a, a video card expert after taking the thing apart like six or seven times. <laughs> finally and, got it working, and it's awesome. And you don't come home and see it kicked over or <laughs> water bottles on top of it or anything? No, no. It's a... Uh, it's a, uh, it's, it's, it pretty much sounds like a, like a loud fan in the garage. So moved mm -hmm. in the garage, has a Wi-Fi connection, and it's just churning. So like I said, it's running pretty good. And uh, yeah, $35 in two weeks. Pretty nice. Okay. So to run that, I just, just an aside, to run that uh, electricity-wise, how many solar panels would, do you think it would take? And then how long would it take to pay off at that rate? 
Well, these are all great questions that probably require <laughs> but it's uh, 800 watts. Okay. So 800 watts uh, times 24 so in 24 hours. Yeah. So it's about 19 kilowatt hours. Mm -hmm. And so if you have about 20 kilowatt hours excess of uh, solar energy, mm -hmm. then it's, you're running it on solar energy. Mm. And so it's, uh, that's essentially, I think we're, we were a little bit more than that on ours, but uh, yeah, that's instead of just giving the power back to PG&E, I can yeah. now use it to mine Ethereum. And during this time, Ethereum has gone up from $180 to about $210. Woo! So appreciation and, uh, but yeah, it's, very exciting. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to keep uh, keep it going and keep uh, keep the listeners uh, aware. And uh, if people have any questions about uh, Bitcoin mining or if it, any of this stuff, they can uh, email us at uh, straight talk at solarharmonics.com and we will get back to them or hit us up on our Facebook page mm -hmm. with any questions and we can uh, get it get it together. Oh, and soon we're going to be on YouTube as well. All right. So yeah. you're gonna see my 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 mug on YouTube. Oh boy! Uh, no, it'll uh, <laughs> probably <laughs> probably just the audio file. But uh, okay, you know, it's just another way to distribute our content. Yep, hundred percent. All right. Yeah. So on that note, we're gonna wrap things up today. If you want to give us a five star review on uh, Apple Podcasts, please do so because uh, I think we're we're running at like uh, only a few reviews. So. If you like our podcast, enjoy the enjoy it, want to see more, please uh, do so. You can also shoot us a message on our Facebook page if you have any questions. It's Straight Talk Solarcast, and that's all for now. Aloha. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk Solarcast with solar expert Jamie Duran. Join us each week for more answers to your solar questions. Speaking of questions, got some? Email us at solarcast at solarharmonics.com and we'll be sure to give you an answer in an upcoming episode. This episode of Straight Talk SolarCast is brought to you by Solar Harmonics, the leading solar energy developer in Northern California, who invite you to own your energy. Visit them on the web at www.solarharmonics.com.